This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Flint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. It's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famers Mike Vendis joining us here Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be be good golfers? Well, that's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weights. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember it. It's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandel, our guest here. Jason Walker. Deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show. Broadcasting from the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Here's Jason Walker. Hey, what up? Happy Thursday. Jason Walker Show presented my Capital Collision Center, Montana State Law, says it is your vehicle. It is your choice where you have a repair. Choose Capital Collision Center. Big show coming up today, Major Mortgage Man Cave. We're talking Helena Senators baseball and the Keith Sell Tournament, which is coming up this weekend, the 26th annual, which is always a fun weekend. Uh, we'll talk to John Burnett, the Senators coach. Big win for the Sens last night. We're also going to check in. You know, we've got water restrictions now. We've got some burning restrictions and bans, fireworks bans across certain parts of the state. We'll check in with Lewis and Clark County Sheriff Leo Dutton and find out uh, what we're going to do in the next few days and moving forward for the rest of the summer because it is uh, dry and hot. And uh, also we'll check in with uh, with Leo about, um, well, just how to how to stay safe and, and have fun this holiday weekend. All right? So, um We'll talk to Sheriff Leo Dutton coming up here uh, shortly on the Jason Walker Show, in about 15 minutes or so. Uh, let's see, what did we want? Oh, also on this day in history and uh, the walk-off and much, much more coming up here as we get set, uh, set going. And I want to start today with something that's been eating at me really since January when I found out the news. And we told you this first on the Jason Walker Show back in January. The long-time facilities director and all-everything maestro at Carroll College, Steve Jones, was being let go. They're calling it a retirement. Back in January, that's what they called it. It was forced. Um, President John Sack, athletics director Charlie Gross, I mean, this, this was the decision to get rid of Steve Jones to save some money. And it's the it, it's absolutely ridiculous. But Steve Jones yesterday was his final day after almost four decades at Carroll College. He was a great coach, assistant. He did. I mean, when you look at, at just look at Nelson Stadium in the fall when you have men's and women's soccer and football. Jonesy and his crew are the ones that made that look. I mean, Nelson Stadium's turf was as good as grass as you'll ever see. And it didn't matter if it was in August or November or December. I I mean, the game that really stands out to me, because I didn't, there wasn't a whole lot of games in rain that I called for Carroll. But that 
late November game in the quarterfinals with Southern Oregon when there's a couple of feet of snow on the ground. And they had to plow the field a couple of times before kickoff. The practice soccer field up on top, the practice football field, the basketball games, the volleyball matches, everything that took place at Carroll College on campus, Steve Jones had a hand in. And the way that he was let go was, well, it was it's it's, it's a travesty, really, is what it is. Um, and and any time you needed something, Jonesy's there. And I look, I, I get it. Colleges and universities, companies all over are trying to, you know, figure out ways to save money. But getting rid of a guy that knows how to do everything in that athletic department is absolutely ridiculous. But congrats to Steve Jones on a hell of a career. Kid from Clyde Park, Montana, really. His dad owned Glenn's grocery store in Clyde Park. My dad used to work for, for Jonesy's dad. And, I mean, 36 years. And, again, he was an assistant coach. Um, you know, his wife, Pam, who's a, a, been a staple at Carroll Forever, too. What a sweetheart, you know, battling cancer. And Jonesy took, has taken care of everything. Student athletes owe him everything. Coaches owe him everything. And now they're going to put all of Jonesy's responsibilities on the hands of the coaches. Because the coaches don't have enough to do, apparently. But congrats to Steve Jones. I mean, this is a guy that, that did it all and did it the right way. And um, just gonna it's going to be sad seeing his face, or not seeing his face up there at Carroll. But uh, congratulations, like I said, to you and your family, Jonesy. You did it right. You're the classiest guy I know, and uh, we love you. Absolute brilliant dude in Steve Jones. Shame on Carol for the way they got rid of him. All right. Uh, let's see. What else did we want to hit on? Um, oh, city water restrictions went into place here in uh, Helena today. And Miss Miss, it's it, I didn't realize it was bad. I think this is the first time in Helen it's ever happened. But um, odd numbered houses go on odd number days. Even numbered houses on even number days. You can only water between like five and eleven in the morning and five and eleven at night. Now you really you should only be watering in the morning. And I'm going to tell you why. Jonesy would tell you this. The best you don't want to don't water in the heat of the day. You also don't mow in the heat of the day. Don't mow at five o'clock at night when you get home from work or six, whatever it is. That's when it's the hottest. You don't. You, you just don't. It's bad for the grass. It's bad for everything. So you water in the mornings before the heat comes up. Soak the soil. Soak it. Uh, even at 11 o'clock at night, 10 o'clock at night, it's still right now 75, 80 degrees. That just, your water's evaporating. It, it does you no good to water in the heat of the day. 
absolutely does your yard no good. But uh, water restrictions in place now. Now we'll talk to Sheriff Leo Dutton about the will there be burn restrictions, fireworks restrictions coming up. We'll talk to him uh, in about ten minutes here on the Jason Walker Show. But man, it's uh, it's getting pretty pretty bad out there. Pretty bad. Hey, uh, congrats by the way to Dawson Perry. We've talked about him on the show, Miles Community College coach or a baseball player. Wow. He uh, was named the National Player of the Year. How about that? Which is pretty cool. Uh, Dawson Perry, who just a stud in his time at Miles Community College, has been named the Junior College and National Junior College Division II uh, Player of the Year. Uh, He had 26 home runs, led everybody, had 97 RBI, led everybody, 99 hits, led everybody, and the perfect slugging, 1,000 slugging percentage. He also had a batting average, which was fourth best in the country, 495, and an on-base percentage of 586. He was the Mondek and Region 13 MVP. He was an All-America, and uh, this was a team that lost out to Kirkwood Community College out in Iowa in uh, the North Plains District Championship Series. And he's heading off to South Dakota State. So good dude, and uh, congratulations. That's awesome. Awesome. Congratulations to uh, to him. I'm still fired up about Steve Jones. Man, what a great career. Great career. But uh, And some of his stories from when he was an assistant. Um. They're just you. You can't share them, but they're funny. Um, but great dude, Jonesy, you're gonna be missed, man. Carol doesn't know what it's losing at all. But anyway, all right, we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna come back when we do. Um, we're gonna talk to Sheriff Leo Dutton. Are there restrictions in place for the Fourth of July weekend, and how to stay safe while you're camping, boating, driving, whatever you're doing? Um, we'll, we'll get all the answers from uh, the man. Sheriff Leo Dutton. Also going to talk to uh, John Burnett about the Helena Senators coming up and uh, their big tournament. The Keith Sell is on the way this weekend. Starts Friday afternoon over at Kendrick Legion Field. And uh, on this day in history, the walk-off and so much more still to come on this Thursday, the first day of July. Jason Walker Show presented by Capital Collision Center. Montana State Law says it is your choice. It is your vehicle. It's your choice where you have repaired shoes. Hi, that's a close-up. we got to move that. Uh, choose Capital Collision Center. And I told I told you about this. It was a year ago tomorrow, July 2nd, that I got into a wreck. I got T-boned. My truck just smashed. And took it to immediately the Capital Collision. I went in that following Monday, which would have been the 6th, I guess, because of the holiday. And uh, it was... Amazing what they had already done. They had taken pictures. They had already contacted my insurance, the other person's insurance, and basically came up with the estimate and a quote within a couple of days. They knew how much it was going to cost. They knew how it was going to get done, and they did it professionally, and they did it the right way. The text messages I got, the amount of emails, it was the easiest thing I've ever had to deal with in my life, and I loved it. Got my truck back a few weeks later, perfect condition. Capital Collision Center on Euclid in Helena. 
get them if you have uh, if you have trouble. Montana State Law says it is your vehicle, it is your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center. Coming right back, Sheriff Leo Dutton next, Jason Walker Show. New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle, and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings, or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show in the Major Mortgage Man Cave. We are presented by Capital Collision Center. Still to come, we'll talk baseball with John Burnett. Keith Sell this weekend over at Kendrick. We're also going to talk uh, on this day in history, the walk-off, and a whole lot more still to come. But this segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. And we welcome in... The best friend that uh, you could have on anything, and that is the sheriff of Lewis and Clark County, Leo Dutton. How are you, sir? I'm well. Thanks, Jason, for inviting me in. I know you're on I your. Appreciate that. Oh, my pleasure. Um, you're on your hands-free device in your vehicle, and um, I am. That is yeah, that's the law, so you have to follow it too. I do. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know, we do have an exception that we can do it, but. It uh, doesn't look good. The, uh, the optics of it look bad, so we're trying to buy all hands-free for our vehicles so we can comply with that as well. I like that. Uh, he is the Lewis and Clark County Sheriff and Coroner, Leo Dutton. And, and uh, this is a big weekend in the state of Montana, as always. Um, the 4th of July, we love to celebrate it. You have cookouts. You have campouts. We have all sorts of fun stuff going on. And the the big thing is really to to stay safe while you're having fun. And and let's start with the boating. 
because that's where yeah. a lot of accidents happen. You get to having a little too many um, um, beverages, and, and accidents can occur, and we don't want that this summer. We sure don't. Jason, we're going to have some patrols. We do patrols on jet skis now. We have a water emergency team, and we'll be out there. We'll be looking. We won't bother you if you are water skiing and having fun. But if you're creating a dangerous situation or someone calls you in, we will respond. We'll work with the Montana Fishing Game. Uh, They'll be out there. But do your part. Just be sensible. If you're enjoying water skiing or if you're fishing, you're enjoying Montana outdoors, do your part. Be responsible. And if you want to drink and you're boating, that's fine. But remember, when you reach that limit, you may not know it, but if you're going over two beers an hour, three beers an hour, you're going to encroach on impairment. Your body will eliminate 0.015% per hour Mm. of alcohol through your liver. So remember that when you're boating. And if you're driving and you're pulling a water skier, just drink when you're done. You don't need to be doing that when you are doing something that demands your attention and you don't want to hit anybody and you don't want to be pulling a water skier that did forgot to let go of the rope and now is uh, kind of dragging the bottom. So pay attention. And that goes for, I mean, like fishing and everything. And, and, and yeah. is it lakes, lakes and rivers during this time in the summer when you see the most accidents because of that? Really, it is the lakes. What happens is you get uh, so engrossed in what's going on behind you. You uh, want to make sure that your family is safe and you're looking at it, but no one is looking ahead. So we have boat collisions. The real nice thing about it is we haven't had much as far as accidents in the past three years because we have stepped up enforcement as much as possible. And people respect that. We don't hassle anybody, but we fly the colors, let them know we're out there. And if they're not safe, we're going to have a talk with them. But you're right. It is the lake. And it's a tendency not to look where you're going. Is it, uh, do you guys also have trouble with like illegal fishing or, I mean, what's the biggest thing over the 4th of July that you guys catch on the lakes? Is it the drinking? Yeah, it is the drinking. And when the drinking becomes an issue, it's, we we wouldn't know it if you don't act care. I mean, if you don't act carelessly, we're not going to know it. Right. That's what draws attention to you: careless or bad decision making on a boat that endangers others. You can pray that you don't kill somebody. And that's the worst. And we find out that you know you're impaired. It's not just drinking. Now you could be impaired by marijuana or other things so it's impaired boating don't do it please please don't do it sheriff and coroner of lewis and clark county leo dutton our guest here on the mike miller state farm hotline with the drinking that also involves driving to the lake to the parties to wherever you're going to the to the cookouts um we're gonna have some stakeouts this weekend or uh, not stakeouts but uh the the checkpoints (laughs) (laughs) we don't do checkpoints I was thinking barbecues when you said steakhouse. 
Well, if you want to invite us for a steak that's out, that'd be great. Hey, I'm, I, I think I got flank steak going this weekend, so you're more than welcome right. to come over. That's awesome. We don't do checkpoints. Just because of the constitutional issue, I don't care for them. I will find you. If you're doing something, one of the citizens is going to call you in that you have erratic driving, will develop probable cause, unless the citizen is willing to sign and give us their name, then we don't need to develop probable cause. So understand, your fellow citizens expect anyone to drive in a safe and prudent manner. So it doesn't have to be alcohol. It can be, you could be huffing paint. You could be on marijuana. You could be cocaine, any of those kind of things. If you're, uh, and I'm not advocating that you be on any of those. Right. They're, uh, they're just not good for your body. But don't drive. Do not drive. If you're going out and have an adult beverage, find a responsible person who doesn't mind being a designated driver and say, you know what, I'm, I'm going to drink water tonight. I'm going to have a soda pop. I'm going to have something like that. And plan for it. Just plan for it. It saves so many lives, and you never know. Uh, you just never know about the life that you may save. Or generally, it's not a life. It's a family. Mm-hmm. And you are marred with that the rest of your life. You may, at the time, be a hardened individual that has issues and say, well, I don't really care. But I can guarantee you I deal with them all the time, and they do care. So don't put yourself under that pressure. Or put another family that uh, lost their loved ones this holiday weekend. Let them remember that this is the Independence Day. This is a day that we celebrate independence. And with independence comes accountability, responsibility about being a citizen of the United States. So it's not all about celebrating and being free will. It's about being accountable and responsible and showing what it means to be a uh citizen of this state and of this nation so it's uh, yes it's fun but there's a lot of responsibility that comes with it i've always been curious about this but how often do you like and, and with the lewis and clark county sheriff's department how much do you talk with helena pd or mhp to plan stuff for the weekend or do you guys work i mean obviously i know you work together some happens but do you do you do you work anything out previously to a big weekend like this we will probably work more with the uh, Montana Highway Patrol. The Helena Police Department has their you know, step shifts or those kind of things. They don't, uh, Helena Police don't venture out into the county because their jurisdiction is within the municipality uh, borders. And the Highway Patrol, if they have their, uh, their squad in town or something like that. But yes, yes, we do communicate about you know, we're going to try to have extra patrols out and how we make those decisions are based on crash data. If you if if you look at the data and say, man, they're, they're having a lot of crashes here or we get a lot of complaints of speeding in an area, that's how we pick those. Okay. It's not that uh, we know anybody who particularly speeds. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's based on other data other than someone we might know that we know has a heavy right foot. Okay, so the the city can't go out. Okay, so the police department can't go outside of city limits, but the sheriffs and and MHP can come into city limits, correct? Correct. Okay. Yep. 
So I'm elected. So my deputies have jurisdiction within the city and outside the city. A, a chief is appointed. They have jurisdiction within the city. And if they go out, uh, they can be in pursuit or they can be, I think there's a law that specifies that if they're going to a juvenile party, that there's an extension of that. But they get paid to patrol within the city limits. They answer calls within the city limits. We answer calls outside the city limits because of the, that's how the structure is set up. Okay. Or we can come in and help the city. If we ask for assistance, the city can come and help us as well. You mentioned juvenile parties. Those don't happen in the summer, do they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Graduation's I over. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, I, I won't blame any particular aid set here, but we continually had fires in the North Hills that were pallet parties, and we had to work with the Bureau of Land Management about that, especially the the dry season. So they ended up closing that area to walk in only. You can't okay. drive in there now because of well, at least at least eight, and I know there's more, but I can confirm eight pallet parties where the fires were left going. Uh, we had three escapes where they left their campfires going, causing fires. That's how they got uh, noticed. So it's just irresponsibility about that. And uh, you want to blame parents, but you think back when we were kids, uh, did we do the same? Did we put out our campfire? Did we do those right. kind of things? I'm no angel and I don't claim to be, but I hope to say by the grace of God, there go I. But that doesn't mean you can do it. That means that we've got to stop it. Unfortunately, you know, we had to close that area to driving in. Okay. Um, you know, I never went to my first Kager until I was like 35. Wow. Serious. You were a deprived child. I was. I definitely was. Not to say I didn't have fun in high school, but, yeah, yeah I didn't go to a yeah. Kager until – I just didn't want to risk it, you know? Like, I don't need an MIP. Yep, I don't need... You. Yeah. Yep. Um, you. Sheriff Leo Dutton joining us here. You mentioned fires, and that right now is yep. on top of everybody's minds because we have fireworks going off. You know, we have... Well, it's dry. It, unless, you know, we're in a drought. Most of Montana's in a drought. Most of the West is in a drought. And the smallest firecracker can take off in a hurry. And uh, are there any restrictions as of right now for the 4th of July? As of right now, the only place that have fireworks restrictions are the town of East Helena, the town of Helena. Out in the county, there are no restrictions. However, if you start a fire, we're going to be looking for witnesses who did that, and you can be charged with negligent arson. We will work our best to find out who started the fire. One of the things that I think the legislature uh, made legal was bottle rockets. The hard thing with bottle rockets, you shoot them off and you don't know where they're going to land and they're still igniting the spark. You can start a fire and you can burn somebody's home down. So I, I just urge people to use caution. Those things are legal, but just because you can doesn't necessarily mean you should. I, I urge people to think about pets that uh, take off running every 4th of July. I urge people to think about 
veterans with PTSD mm-hmm. that sit and, and cower thinking of the explosion. I'm glad that people get to celebrate our independence. I, I'm not taken away from that. But it is dry. There is high fire danger. If you want to celebrate, pick some place that is free of vegetation that you could put out a fire. If you're lighting bottle rockets and it's going off or you can't see that they land, that's trouble. You need to be responsible about what you're doing. So it's high fire danger. We haven't went into any stage restrictions. There will be no stage restrictions for the weekend. We'll reevaluate it next Tuesday. But we're really counting on people to be responsible. And I know, I know that that's a risk. I understand that. What are we celebrating? We're celebrating liberty and we're celebrating freedom. But just because you can doesn't mean you should. Does the so East Helena you mentioned has the the fireworks restrictions that that doesn't count the city um, fireworks show, does it? No, it does not. Okay. I believe that they're still having their fireworks show. I believe Lincoln is still having their fireworks show, and I believe that. Even Helena has something down. They're having the uh, Old Glory flag raising, and uh, there'll be some uh, celebration there. But I don't think the city of Helena has fireworks. But I know the uh, Shelley's Cafe has been sponsoring the uh, VFW fireworks out by the smelter. Leo Dutton, he is the sheriff and coroner of uh, Lewis and Clark County, and we don't want him to do the last part of his job. We really don't want him to have to do any part of his job this weekend, so be smart, people. Um, but there are certain restrictions when it comes to burning as far as uh, open burnings or debris, like debris. Um, ex- explain yeah. where we're at with that so we don't have a, a big accident here. Okay. So recreational fires are still okay, but bonfires – no. Bonfires is burning in organic material. A recreational fire is something you're going to sit around with friends or family and enjoy the evening. A bonfire is much bigger than that and out of control. So you're going to get in trouble for a bonfire. In conjunction or cooperation with volunteer fire chiefs, DNRC, and the Forest Service, I've closed debris burning. I'm the fire warden, too. Closed debris burning. That means organic material, such as leaves, wood pallets, those kind of things, that you can't do that. The the fire risk is too great. The energy release component in in the vegetation that's laying on the ground is going to last a while if it gets started. So some of those are the indicators of why we close burning. And debris burning is closed until such time as we receive significant moisture that if you have an escape, the wind comes up unexpectedly, it's not going to burn the valley down. So right now, debris burning is closed. Recreational fires, campfires are okay. If you're dragging a pallet in and saying, oh, this is a recreational fire, no, it's not. That's organic material, and it's a larger fire that you're using for uh, more means than just recreation. It, it just pallets create a big issue. So you'll have to deal with fire chief, and then you'll have to deal with one of us. How nervous are you for the rest of this, uh, well, probably till November, I guess? 
Well, I am, I am nervous. I wish I could say I wasn't. I think we're as prepared as we're going to be. We have the, the fire department trains. We train on evacuations. I wish we didn't have to train so much, but I wish I could say I was cautiously optimistic about it, but I'm not optimistic. I think if you look at the forecast, I, I think we're going to have fires. If you're the praying kind, I'd pray for moisture. I think that uh, you know, things that help longevity is a good, strong faith, and mine's going to get better this summer. When you uh, let, let's say that there, like a few years ago, there was the fire in the South Hills. How often do you yeah. um, coordinate with other counties, and you know, like uh, like a Jefferson or a, a Broadwater, to where, like, hey, it's on the county line, or it's just it's just across. Like, we've got to do stuff together. Yes, I coordinate a lot. I coordinate uh, frequently. I know the. Uh, Powell County Sheriff personally. I know the Jefferson County Sheriff personally. I know the Broadwater County Sheriff personally. I know the Mar County Sheriff personally. I know the the Cascade County. I'm naming off all the counties (laughs) that we border. The Cascade County Sheriff personally. I know the Flathead County Sheriff personally. And we talk. If there's a fire that gets close, if they have a fire, they call me. We set up a meeting to talk about where is it, are there any structures threatened, who is the, the prim- primary agency that's responsible for fighting the fire. But if there's a fire that looks like it's going to move through, uh, we're, we're talking right away. We're looking for a fire behavior analyst to tell us what the wind speed is, what the vegetation's like. I mean, all kinds of science goes into a quick decision about how far out can we give notice to people, who's threatened, all of those kind of things. If we show up at your house and say, this is an evacuation order, it's time to go, we don't argue with you. If you say, I'm not going, and you are the legal owner of the land, we're moving on. If you're impaired, intoxicated, or otherwise unable to make a decision, uh, based on time, date, and place, that's a different story. If you're putting children at risk, that's a different story. But uh, meaning that if you're intoxicated or impaired and you're putting children at risk, um, no, we have a right to intervene there. But if you're of sound mind and body, you know date, time, and place, and you say, no, my family's staying, we're going to fight, okay. Uh, most people, when they can't breathe, they take off, and unfortunately, they drive into the fire. Yep. And that's happened more times than not in California. We've been blessed in Montana. Uh, it's it's not happened, but that's what happens. That smoke gets so thick in your house, you can't breathe. You struggle to your vehicle. You struggle to leave because you think you know the road, but you can't see. So please, if we come and ask you to leave, please do so. Let us know where you're going. We'll protect your place all those kind of things. It is a rough time. We're in for a rough, rough season. I, I think so, so too. Yeah. Leo Dutton joining us. A couple final quick questions for you. I know you're a busy guy, but it is the heat of rodeo season. How many rodeos yeah. do you get to? Well, I was up to the Augusta rodeo. That went well. Yep. That a nice parade. I'll be up to the Lincoln rodeo. Unfortunately, I'm going to miss the East on rodeo because I'm going to be in Florida 
not hot enough here. I got to go to Florida <laughs> for a FBI national conference. Uh, it's a national academy conference. I'm a, a delegate for. Okay. Uh, then back. Then we'll have the rodeo here at the fairgrounds. I'll be here for, and that pretty much rounds out our local rodeos. So there's quite a few. We have reserve deputies that help uh, substantially. Oh man, uh, what a blessing to have reserve officers or reserve deputies. I, I almost we'll applied for that. You should have. I sh- yeah. yeah, I know. But I like to golf. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll give you that. <laughs> you know, I like to I like to fly, and I got to fly this morning. Oh, nice! What a beautiful time this morning. We flew down to Red Lodge, and then up over the Beartooth Highway, and up on the backside, all legal altitude. What an awesome country! Oh, oh, oh man, yeah. Uh, just uh, the lakes, the high altitude lakes. The, it's a I believe it's a wilderness, Beartooth Wilderness area. Beautiful. We stayed at least 2,000 feet above it, uh, which put us up really high. Mm-hmm. But then again, I don't. We didn't want to give aviation a bad name, so we stay above those areas so people can enjoy that wilderness area without uh, the sound of mechanized equipment moving through. But it it's just truly beautiful, and there was no winds. Hallelujah! So we didn't get our our uh, chairs rocked around. <laughs> but Montana's got some beautiful air. Oh, unbelievable. How much sleep do you get? Because you think about, you know, not just humans, but, and I know it's a active investigation, so I won't ask you, but animals, and I know you're a horse lover and an animal lover, but, yep. I mean, this is a time, too, to think about animals and, and, you know, even dogs and cats. Don't leave them outside. It's really hot out. Yeah. I heard a good uh, analogy today, if you can't hold your hand on the pavement for at least five seconds, it's too hot for a dog on on pavement or cement. So think about that. Make sure that they have water. You know, I, I know horses have survived in the heat, they, but they do need food and they do need water. Uh, I'm really uh, akin to horses. Uh, there's better cowboys than me. I just like them. And you got to take care of them. So... Uh, just make sure that they got food and water and shelter if possible. Same way with your cats or, or your dogs. It's not the time to kick them out on a hot pavement. Or my worst, my pet peeve, is thinking you're doing them a favor by rolling the window down by about, oh, you know, maybe a half inch and shutting the car off and walking off and leaving your dog in there. Uh, not good. It, it's going to overheat quickly. Oh, so, no, no question about that. Well, that happens. I mean, that's the worst is, and I hate to say this, but the worst is, and we've had it happen, is somebody is just going to run in and grab something in the store. So they leave their baby in a car seat, and they'll shut their vehicle off, roll the window down a little bit, and then run in in an instant hot. So please, please don't do that. We don't take kindly to that. Oh. Those things are are very hard on the emotion, and it's hard to give grace when you do that. You know, this is your little person that cannot defend it, defend his or herself. They depend on you for everything. Use your head. Does anybody get vacation this weekend, or is it all hands on deck? Uh, not very many. <laughs> we did allow some. You know, they. I tell you, all my staff worked through the pandemic. They came in 
and they wore masks where they had to, but they all came in. Nobody worked from home. Everybody worked. Uh, they were public servants, and they carried out their duties above and beyond. They know that they work for the citizens of this county, and everybody had their shoulder to the wagon and pushed. So uh, it's hard for me sometimes to deny vacation. They were here when no one else was, and they showed up. They, you know, they, they didn't really complain. Uh, they, they wondered, but they came in. And if you're ever wondering about, geez, do we get our money's worth? I got to tell you, when other people were working from home, my staff wasn't. Detention officers, the, the civil staff, the detectives, the patrol, they were all there. And, and they did it not for me, but for you. And they, they love their job. They enjoy working for you. They just hope that you, <laughs> you use good sense this weekend. So yep. the, uh, the coroner's office doesn't have to come visit somebody. We hope that the detective doesn't have to come visit you. So please, I beg of you use common sense otherwise you will see us and it probably isn't going to be on the friendliest of terms uh, if, if we can help it we treat our bosses nice but if you if you have chosen to make dumb decisions can't help that yep that is uh that is well said i appreciate the time as always i kept you longer than i probably should have but uh i hope you're i hope no you have worries, the ac so. on in your truck or your car you have a, oh, you, absolutely. Okay. I'm a creature of comfort. There's no way I'd be sitting in here. All right. Are you going to wear, okay, do you normally wear a felt hat or a straw hat? Uh, in the summertime, I wear a straw hat. In the wintertime, I wear a felt hat. I can't do straw, even in the summer. Really? No, I just can't. Wow. So, oh, man, I, felt hats in the summertime are for gala events, uh, some kind of specialized event. Straw hats. I've got one that's got uh, breathable uh, on the crown, and and it is nice. And I like to shade over my ears so I don't get skin cancer. Yeah. I'd, sometimes I think I should wear a sombrero because I <laughs> I do not I don't tan. I I tan like a lobster. Oh jeez. Turn red, peel, and freckle, and then I start all over again. Well, I don't think we need to see you shirtless, but um. Uh, yeah, thank you. That would be an instant <laughs> diet program for somebody. Uh, oh, my gosh, you are the best. He is the uh, sheriff and coroner and fire warden for Lewis and Clark County, uh, Leo Dutton. Appreciate the time, as always. Have fun this weekend. You stay safe, and um, we'll, uh, we'll do our best to stay uh, out of, out of the, uh, the sheriff's department eye this weekend. Well, blessings to you, Jason, and all that are listening. May the good Lord guide your decisions. Thank you. Thanks, Leo. We'll talk to you soon, my friend. Okay. Take care. Bye. Leo Dutton joining us here. Jason Walker showing the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. That dude is the absolute best. He is. Um, just love him to death. He is so cool. And that the this and you hear it. The nicest guy. Nicest guy. Just be safe and smart, guys. All right. Quick break. We're coming right back. This segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. We're going to talk baseball with John Burnett next. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. 
When you shop records, you'll find store-wide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta iComfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find store-wide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State from rodeos to portraits and would love to work with you. Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work, then Give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot. Or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces, stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. Mark Photography.com. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the major mortgage team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Listen to the Jason Walker Show anytime and anywhere. Download the Jason Walker Show on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you enjoy podcasts. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show. Presented by Capital Collision Center in the Major Mortgage Man Cave. So much fun talking with Leo Dutton. He's great. Sheriff coroner fire warden i don't know what he can't do the dude can do it all part of uh, staying safe this weekend is staying out of the trouble of foul balls at kendrick legion field there's a big tournament the keith cell the 26th keith cell is going on this weekend and joining us now on the mike miller state farm hotline to talk about the senators and the uh, tournament is the coach john burnett joining us now on the mike miller state farm hotline all right, Coach, a, a great win last night. One of those come-from-behind wins, but uh, coming off the Treasure State Classic, you guys had to have been feeling pretty good about yourselves. Yeah, I, I, it was a big conference win, you know. Uh, great balls. I I know uh, we've been pretty successful with them, but uh, they've played us tough this year, and, you know, they have, they have some talented players. So, yeah, getting that conference win um, right after the sh- our showing down in Bozeman, that, that was huge for our confidence. 
And of course, the conf- uh, conference win is obviously huge. But uh, you were stymied a little bit at the plate last night until late in the game. What was their pitching staff doing to keep your hitters off balance? You know, they 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 have a lefty pitcher, um, and I I don't know why. I, I mean, he, he he's good. I don't want to say that that he's not. He's good, but he, you know, he's he's hittable. And for some reason, the last two times we've seen him, we haven't been able to to hit him very well. And and he. Same thing, you know, he was sharp for the first four innings and then uh kinda in that fifth inning, you know, he gave us a couple free passes and we really uh we we really compounded those those free bases and, and just added run after run. Well, I mean I'm sure you talk to your pitching staff all the time is don't give up walks because they lead they lead to trouble. And last night in that fifth inning is what really started uh, your offense there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, when you give guys free bases, it just there's there's no margin for error for your team on defense. And you know, when when you surround a couple walks and hit by pitch with with an error, all of a sudden you, you get that big inning. Uh, you know, and I think we put up five five or six in that fifth inning, and followed uh, followed in the next inning. We had to hit the ball in the next inning, but uh, all, all of a sudden, you know, the two run lead that they had is you know they're they're down by nine right, pretty quick right after that. Yeah, it evaporates in a hurry. Last night kind of reminded me of the majors. You had the Cubs jumped out to a seven nothing lead after a half an inning, and then they lose like fourteen to seven. The Braves put up twenty on the match. You had um, another big comeback with the Angels, and the uh, they they were down seven with the Yankees. Now you guys were only down two, but you still had to come back and get the win. So congratulations! You you reminded me a little bit of the pros last night. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. There were there were a couple plays there that I, you know, I definitely think we weren't looking weren't looking too much like the pros. You know, kind of at as a coach, it's it's things that uh, you know, we we had a we had a miscommunication mess up on a bunt. You know, when we were on defense, you know, the, the kind of things that are going to happen, and I'm glad they're happening now, so that you know we can work on them at practice and make sure everybody's on the same page. So. As the state tournament rolls around, hopefully we're not making those mistakes. John Burnett, our guest here, Mike Miller, State Farm Hotline. As uh, we talk about the Senators, you guys stumbled a little bit with Missoula a couple weeks ago. Uh, you bounced back. You've uh, you've only lost once over the last uh, couple of weeks. But I mean, this is a team that is playing really, really well together. And we talked about it the last time you and I chatted a couple of weeks ago. But it was one of those deals where you get some of these kids back from college. It took a while to gel, and now, and I mean, you guys were playing well anyway. But get those guys back in, and now you're back on a roll. It seems. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, the the great thing that that our guys do is, is they all they all get along very well. You know, they uh, after our games, you know, they're they're all they head out to Shelley's and hang out together, and, and not only do they you know kind of make sure that you know they're keeping everybody accountable, but but they're just they're bonding and gelling and all the things that help you on the field. They're, they're working towards off the field too. So it, it's a great, great group of kids. You guys are practicing today. You're not giving them a day off. They got a bunch of games this weekend. I, I, I know. I, <laughs> is, is today, let, is today let, a let light day? Say, yeah. It, we're we're going to work on our bun defenses. We're going to work on some, uh, some relay footwork. The things we struggled with last night, um, it, it, it is, it's going to be light. It's, it's hot out. We're not going to push them too much, but but things that you know we need to address right away. And uh, it's it, it, like like I said, it, it's the kind of things that 
hopefully a touch on them now. And, uh, you know, that, that'll be the last time, you know, the players make those mistakes and they'll be ready to roll, you know, for the, the end of our conference season and, and in the state tournament. You know what's great about this year's team and, and a lot of teams across, you know, Legion Baseball in the state of Montana is, you know, that talent, and you, you just mentioned it, but, you know, these aren't kids that make the same mistakes over and over and over. They make it once, they learn from it, they move on, and and that's what I love. And, I mean, coaching obviously has a lot to do with that. Congratulations. But those kids have to accept that coaching and know, like, hey, this, this they're not yelling at me. They're, they're making me better. Yeah, yeah. We, we've had those conversations with, with the players sometimes, you know, Sometimes I I get on their case a little bit, and uh, sometimes maybe more than a little bit. Uh, and and but but it's the kind of thing where you, you can you can coach a kid up and maybe maybe be a little tough on him. But uh, then you know the, the next inning you're finding them in the corner of the dugout and you know trying to build them back up and and kind of explaining you know kind of why they kind of got chewed on a little bit. And and the kids that they're, they're really receptive to it. Uh, great learners and, and very talented baseball players. Uh, these the, the, the tournaments are kind of funny because we get teams from out of state coming in and they think they're going to whoop up on the Montana boys that were just a bunch of farm boys. And, man, I tell you, more often than not, we, we really do stick it to these out-of-state teams. Well, you got a chance this weekend as uh, the Keith Sale, the annual Keith Sale tournament uh, kicks off on Friday. Um, a lot of in-state uh, teams like Glacier Butte, but then, of course, Yakima, Washington coming to town. Um, Billings is here. But um, this this is w- such a fun, fun tournament. It is the 26th annual. annual and uh, it, it's just I, I talked to Keith Sell last year. He loves the fact that this tournament, you know, is, is still going on. And, and I think it, it's it's super cool that you guys still honor him. Yeah, you know the uh, the things that that Keith Sell and the Sell family have have done for the program. You, you know, the time that he donated, and, and then Mike Sell, um, you know, his son played in the program, and then we have the we have Caden Sell, his grandson, still playing. Um, it, it, it's just a life lifelong commitment to the program and helping out any way they can. We we really do appreciate it, and, and we are glad that we can get out there and honor Keith uh, with our yearly tournament. You guys do have a conference game in the middle of this tournament, though, Friday night. Yeah, yeah. First game of the tournament is actually a conference game for us against Great Falls again. So, uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go out there and you know, uh, you know, kind of kind of do what we've been doing lately. You know, Hope, hopefully we can throw strikes, put balls in play, and put pressure on the other team. It's kind of the formula that's working for us, and we're we're gonna try to uh, you know if we got if we have to play small ball, if we have to bunt, we have to hit and run. We'll do that, uh, and, and yeah, just be aggressive out there. So Glacier Butte will open it up at two o'clock Friday, and then you've got Yakima Butte at five, and then you guys play at eight. Of course, Helena gets the nightcap each and every night because they're the home team and get to do the scheduling. So that's fantastic. Uh, tell me about these other teams. We know about Billings, we know about you know Great Falls, but what do people not know, baby, about uh, a Glacier or a Yakima? Uh, yeah. Glacier, Glacier, they're they're in the uh, they're in the class A. Um, we don't see them a lot, but uh, they they're a very solid team. They have a they have multiple college kids, a lot of kids back from a successful team last year. I, I believe they're something like thirty five and eight on the season. So they're they're a team that's uh, they're going to be a, a a tough team to play there. 
uh, lots of lots of kind of winning in that that program, that tradition. So we're we're excited to see them, see what they have to offer. Uh, you you know they've been on a roll. I, I believe they they'd won like 13 out of 15 or something. So so I I think you know we're going to see some really good baseball this weekend. Um, not sure what Yakima has, but last year they were solid. Uh, and you know that they're, they're a, that that Yakima Washington area is just a, a very good baseball area. Mm-hmm. Uh, no east side this year. I'm used to seeing those east side kids coming to town. So yeah, it, 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 it's a shame because you know those guys over there. They're from the Seattle area, and they're they're great guys. You know they they coach for the you know for the kids for the love of the game. Uh, it was just one of those things where their COVID restrictions are uh, the fact. You know, it. I, I believe it's something like if they go out of their Seattle area to play teams, they've they've got a quarantine on their return. So, yeah. so we actually lost two Seattle teams that were going to come, and then we had uh, we had three Canadian teams signed up too. So instead of having a you know ten or eleven team tournament with lots of different teams to play, we're we're we're, we're you know six teams and. You know, we're going to make it the best tournament we can with what we have. It's always a great time. The volunteers do such a fantastic job at this tournament. Let's not forget that because they're out there all day, every day as well. Uh, but Friday night, 2 o'clock, 5 o'clock, 8. And then Saturday, uh, you guys play at 12.30 and then 8. But you've got a couple of games at 3 and 5.30 in there. Sunday the 4th starts at 10 a.m., goes till. uh well, probably about 10 p.m. Uh, and then Monday, of course, bracket play with the championship game set for two. Uh, you guys would like to win this thing, obviously, but um, it's still a great tournament. And and I've been to it many times. As a fan, if you love baseball, just go sit in the sun, get a great tan, hydrate, but watch some great baseball played from high school kids that is just, you're not going to see this type of ball, uh, you know, in the state. I, I love this. This is a great tournament. It's probably my favorite tournament of the year. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, and, and not to mention the, the Kendrick Legion Field, the venue. I mean, that that is – I've heard from teams from, you know, all over that come, come to our place and play, and they just love playing at Kendrick. It's got that, you know, kind of 1940s, 1950s feel with the old backstop, but, but in the same – time but the playing surface is phenomenal so uh you, you just can't beat a night game at kendrick kicking mm-hmm. back you know I, I don't get to do it a lot because i'm coaching but kicking back having a beer and watching baseball uh having a of course uh you're having a, a soda right because you're coaching kids oh no i i i, I, <laughs> I don't get to, i don't get to enjoy the adult beverages but uh i've heard from people that they they really enjoy watching baseball and uh you know having one of those local micro brews Hey, uh, speaking of the field, if the field's in such good shape, why do we need field turf? I mean, it's good news well, moving forward. I'm not a fan of the field turf for baseball. Football, yes. Baseball, it's that natural grass, and I, I understand it. But uh, I, I And I bring that up real quick because of the city commission voting on the, the money for especially the seating. To me, that's the big part. Yeah, so, so the way it is right now, Jason, I, I don't think we need field turf. But if we were to add another team that – in addition to what we currently have on that field that plays another 32 plus games on that field, you know, um, the, the way the schedule works now, we're able to get, to get rest for the field and, and, uh, you know, take care of the little projects during those times. But, uh, yeah, if we add another team and 32 games for that, all, all of a sudden there's, 
the, that field sees a lot of use, and, and the, the playing surface will definitely degrade. Oh, definitely. We've, I mean, we saw that over the years, um, and, and Kendrick always, you know, it held up as best it could through the course of from April to August or September, but I, I mean, I understand that. I just want those seats replaced. They're ugly. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, and then my, myself being an Astro fan, you know, I look at all those A's seats whenever I go in there. So, so you're not, wait, you're an Astros fan? I didn't know that. Are you guys banging on garbage cans? I kid. I don't think it. I don't think that matters. I, I, I I've heard it all. I've heard it all. Yes, I'm sure you have. I don't care about that. I think you know cheating. If you can't, I mean that's not cheating. You're just playing by the rules of the of the game, right? Uh, you know, I, I will tell you, as an Astros fan, there were some of those moments when, you know, I think of Altuve's home runs off Chapman in, in the uh, in the uh, in the ALCS, you know, it, sure. it kind of took it down a little bit thinking, well, you know, I mean, you're sitting there watching thinking, how, how could that guy get on top of that 102 mile an hour fastball? And it, as a baseball guy, it was kind of like, oh, well, there you go. That's how he, because he knew it was coming. But it, you know, we're not the first team. The Astros aren't the first team to ever uh, bend the rules a little bit. Nope. So, nope. You know, just gotta support my team. Hey, I'm an Astros guy too, so I'm I'm with you on that. I, I mean, I'm a Mets fan, but I'll root for the Astros over the Yankees any day. Uh, before I let you go, I do want to get you on uh, to talk about the field um, more because I think that's an interesting deal. Uh, I hope you guys. I know water restrictions went into place. How does that affect Kendrick, and how does that affect watering the rest of the the year? Um, so, so I, I'm not a hundred percent certain on, on that. I, I, we did get the notification of that. Um, Kendrick's actually on its own well from what I, from what I know. So it's not okay. connected to the city water that, you know, so, so hopefully it's not going to affect us that much, but, but we'll definitely, uh, you, you know, we'll, we'll work with the city and follow any restrictions they have. Uh, hopefully it doesn't affect the field too much. Well, good luck this weekend. Win your own damn tournament, will you? We'll, we'll go out. We'll go out and give it our best shot. You know, we uh, we go to we go to Billings for four games the day after our tournament. Those are big conference games. So, I mean, we're going to go out and beat our tails off. But uh, I'm kind of looking looking ahead to those games a little bit. Yeah, conference games mean a lot, but you still want to win your own tournament. Guys that haven't pitched yet are going to get some time on the mound over the next couple of weeks. We talked about that too. You got the Minneapolis turn or the uh, St. Paul tournament coming up too. So, hey, uh, good luck this yep. weekend. Stay hydrated. Um, if you can sneak in an adult beverage, you know, try to maybe before the game. Um, I think that would make your arguments with the umps a little bit more interesting and, uh, and go from there. But, uh, congratulations on the win last night and, uh, we'll talk to you soon. How's that? That sounds good. Thanks, Jason. I'll always enjoy getting to talk with you. Thank you. John Burnett joining us. Mike Miller, State Farm Hotline. He's a good dude. I like tra- uh, talking with him. Uh, so yeah, big, big, I mean, Lots of uh, go to Helena Senators uh, website to uh, was it Helena Senators US dot com to uh, check out all the game schedule. But good baseball over at uh, Kendrick this weekend. All right, uh, the Jason Walker Show is partnered up with Montana Horses Magazine. It's all horses, all Montana. Montana Horses Magazine's packed with every wonderful, wow worthy thing you'll want to know about all things Montana Horses. Montana Horses dot com. All right, on this day in history, it is brought to you by Big Sky Printwear. We print what you wear. It is the July the 1st. Hey, uh, by the way, stop in, because if you don't know what direct-to-garment printing is, it'll change 
your theory on T-shirts forever. You're not going to get, like, some shirts they peel if you wash them too much. Not going to happen with direct-to-garment. Sheila and the girls have over 35 years' experience. Get into Big Sky Printwear on the corner of Henderson and Euclid. Uh, it is National Postal Worker Day. It is U.S. Postage Stamp Day, Creative Ice Cream Flavors Day, and Ginger Snap Day. On this day in 1859, the first intercollegiate baseball game happened. Amherst beat Williams in Pittsfield, Massachusetts. Baseball, the first intercollegiate baseball game. The score in 1859 was 66 to 32. 1903, the inaugural Tour de France. 1904, the third Summer Olympic Games would opened up in St. Louis, the first held in the U.S. Hannes Wagner on this date, 1916, he was 42 years, four months, and he became the oldest to hit an inside-the-park home run. 1917, this is when men were men and pitchers were pitchers. Fred Tony of the Reds, two complete games in a doubleheader in the same day, allowed three hits in each game, fewest allowed by any pitcher winning two games in one day. Speaking of legends that went the distance, 1920, Senators legend Walter Johnson with a no-hitter, the only of his career. 1932, Helen Wills Moody defeats Helen Jacobs at Wimbledon for her fifth Wimbledon title. She ended up with eight total. 1951, Bob Feller with his third career no-hitter. 1982, Cal Ripken Jr. made the first of his record 2,216 consecutive starts at shortstop. Uh, happy birthdays today, Kurt Sinis, the legend from Helena, uh, sports reporter. He is, uh, it's his birthday today. He celebrates a birthday with another great Helenan. Pat Donovan was born on this date, 1953. Four-time pro bowler, Dallas Cowboys standout, and uh, Helena Bengals standout too. Pat Donovan, happy birthday. Jerome McGinley, born on this date, 1977, two-time gold medal winner. Uh, Princess Di birthday today. Diana Spencer was born on this date in 1961. Pam Anderson was born on this date in 1967. She was a Playboy Playmate in February 1990. If you were an actor, it was not a good day for you. Michael Landon died on this date in 1991. Robert Mitchum in 1997. Walter Matthau in 2000. And Marlon Brando died on this date in 2004. Uh, let's see, what else happened on this date? 1,200 sunglasses invented in China. 1916, the first of four fatal Jersey Shore attacks at Beach Haven. And it challenged the previous scientific belief that sharks never hurt humans, and now that Jaws didn't help. Um, but that was the, the one of the bases of Jaws. Uh, 1979, the Walkman was introduced. On this date, 1979, Sony introduced the Walkman. The first portable cassette player. Do you remember yours? Do you remember your first Walkman? We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. The walk-off is brought to you by Cafe Zydeco. We're proud to have Cafe Zydeco back with us. Uh, where the big easy meets the big sky. Man, you want beignets, you want anything. I mean, this is the best Cajun this side of New Orleans. Um, shrimp po'boys, unbelievable food. We have gift certificates to give away, which we will. But you got breakfast. They're open tonight till 8, tomorrow till 8, Saturday 9 to 3. 
closed on Sundays, but uh, an 11 to 3 on Mondays. Cafe Zydeco, back. And they love our country. And that is where we are today on this July the 1st. It is our final show until January, no, wow, till July the 5th. We'll be back on Tuesday. Oof. Um, Cafe Zydeco. I love the gang over there. They are fantastic, and they love this country. And uh, make sure you stop in this weekend. Get some uh, get some beignets, get, uh, get some shrimp etouffee, get something good. Cafe Zydeco on uh, Euclid in Helena. So everything's on Euclid. Everything good. All right. That brings me to this. Be smart. Be safe. Celebrate the 4th of July and its meaning. Remember that. Oh, we're celebrating our Independence Day this weekend. This is the United States of America. We are proud to stand for the flag. We respect our military and our law enforcement officers and all first responders. Be safe. Have fun. And celebrate America this weekend. All right? We'll be back on Tuesday. Thanks to Sheriff Leo Dutton. Thanks to John Burnett for joining us. Our Auto Concepts Performance of the Week and a whole lot more coming up next week. The walk-off brought to you by Cafe Zydeco. By the way, we're going to have Greg Gianforte, the governor, coming on. Kevin, Kevin Flato comes on next week, too. If you missed anything, go to jasonwalkershow.com. We're going to play the music again, because why the hell not? If it is your birthday, happy birthday. Oh, and by the way, personal message here. My dad, after, gosh, I don't know how long, he worked at Glens in Clyde Park, Montana. He's been a teacher. He's been a gas station owner. Sports bar owner, superintendent in teaching, just retired after uh, being in administration for the last uh, six or so years. But today is his first day of his official retirement. Proud of you, Dad. Love you. Celebrate. I need a board op, Dad, if you want to come working part-time. You can run my board. And you get to see your granddaughter. Your other one's just down the road. To my brother, be safe. Deputy out at Broadwater County. Love y'all. We'll see you back here Tuesday, jasonwalkershow.com. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.